Are you ready for a travel adventure? How about an exciting trip to Venice or an exhilarating experience in Bangkok? Maybe you were more about a culinary adventure in Barcelona or just a relaxing day cruising the canals of Amsterdam. Join the Professor Travel as he invites you on an epic excursion, one that has you traveling the globe with him. Come and experience a world of culture, a world of history and architecture, a world of food and experiences to broaden your mind and save you time and money as you travel. Learn more, discuss more, travel more, and enjoy life more. And now your host, The Professor Travel. Greetings, students, and welcome to the special edition of The Professor Travel, domestic edition. I am your host, The Professor Travel, coming to you from Orange County, California. This is the website, the vlog, and the podcast that you come to in order to learn more about different travel destinations. This is where you come in order to discuss them as a community. Hopefully, this will inspire you to travel more and ultimately enjoy life more. Now, you can reach me on a variety of different social media platforms, including my website, which is at theprofessortravel.com. On YouTube, Facebook, and now on TikTok, you can reach me at theprofessortravel. On Instagram, if you want to see me there, you can find me at the underscore professor underscore travel. On Twitter, you can find me there at theprofessortr1. And then if you're a blogger, you can find me there at theprofessortravel.blogspot. Com. Today, I'm welcome to re rekindle a, a, a friendship with mine <laughs> of Brian Johnson. Uh, Brian, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing, Scott? Great. Thank you so much. Brian's our visiting professor today. Uh, he lives in the great state of Delaware. And, uh, <laughs> and in order to give my students a little bit of background, can you talk to us a little bit about your educational background and maybe a couple of places you traveled? Uh, sure. So uh, just to start off, I've been in Delaware for about five years now. Uh, so I am becoming a veteran in the next 10 years, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I provide the most information that I can. Uh, but in terms of uh, education, um, I have uh, a master's degree in leadership and also one in public administration um, and currently a middle school business teacher. Um, places that I've traveled, uh, mainly to the islands, Jamaica, uh, Dominican Republic, uh, uh, Bahamas, all across the East Coast, a little bit of the West Coast, been to California uh, a few times. That was cool. Toronto. Uh, was an amazing place in some places in the South, like Texas, Tennessee, and stuff like that. Excellent. Well, so, and we just recently spoke with you about Pennsylvania, and today we're actually going to speak with you about Delaware, which is where you currently awesome. reside. So yes. let's talk a little bit about the history of Delaware. Now, just in my research alone, obviously there were a few Native American tribes that started off there, including the, I think it's the Lenny Lenape Indians, the, Susqueh the Susquehanna Indians and the Nanakoke Indians, um, Native Americans, I should say. And then the Dutch and the Swedish colonists came in. Then the British, I guess, took, took them out. <laughs> and that's when the American Revolution started. And of course, um, you know, it's very uh, well known that Washington crossed the Delaware River in yes, order to, uh, you know, during, during the American Revolution, which is between... Well, I guess it runs like on the side between Jersey, Delaware, and then also down uh, towards uh, PA as well, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, they all pretty much share the Delaware River. Okay, excellent. But and Delaware then, is also known as the place where it's, uh, and we're, we'll get to this, but I want to make sure we, we don't uh, forget this part. It's known as being toxic in terms of um, the actual land because New Jersey, Pennsylvania, all of their toxins flow down the Delaware River right into Delaware. So oh, it's no. a cancer state. 
Oh, that's horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually, in my water, I have um, a water purification system. Okay. So purify all the water in my house because of that. Well, I mean, it's like, it's not dangerous to... No, it's not that. But if you live here for, you know, 30, 50 years, a very long time, and you're consuming that stuff, they're just, it's just known for that. So, okay. Now, I know there was a history, um, even during, even throughout the Civil War, where it's, you know, there, there was, there was a big problem with segregation and then up all the way up until the 1950s. And then at that point they had, um, they had, uh, enabled, uh, or a couple of lawsuits came about that, that completely dissolved that. Um, but it, like, as we were talking about earlier, it seems like the state's divided into pretty much the Northern part of the state and the Southern part of the state. And it sounds like the Northern part of the state is where most of the population is. That's much more, you know, in tune with modern right. affairs and the southern part of the state is very much not. Right, right. And, you know, to that point regarding the segregation, they saw that in schools, just like they did all across the nation all back then. But particularly where I live, I live um, in the area where Christina School District, Christiana School District is. Mm-hmm. And where the lines are drawn up from uh, to divide the school districts, Christiana School District back then just had Wilmington. Okay. However, since that was considered the urban area, they were not getting as much funding, resources, and support. So once a lot of those laws that you're mentioning uh, passed uh, back then, what they did was they made Christiana School District so big so it can incorporate bits of each suburb that surrounded it. Okay. So now it's the largest school district in the state, um, and specifically it was a response to try to include more suburban areas so they can actually get increased funding and be competitive with other districts. Excellent. And you were even mentioning, like, just where your house is, there's a, it's a land, it's landmark because of a battle that took place near there. Yeah. So two miles from my house, it's a, it's a bridge called uh, Cox bridge mm-hmm. and during the American revolution, um, the British, um, actually camped out on my development. So it's called LaGrange. It was a farm here. The farmer, I believe his name was, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe Samuel Henry. Um, he's actually, he was actually a doctor, African-American, and he helped either created or helped create the vaccine for smallpox. Nice. In fact, two things that actually occurred on this property where I am. Because of that, it took him a long time to get the approvals to actually build this house. It took him 15 years wow. to go through that process. So there was three developers because they was actually in court fighting the, the, the county over the, the rights uh, to this property. Excellent. Well, good no. That's always impressive information. Now, in terms of the geography, obviously the Delaware River, huge in the in your area. Um, it's very lush. It's very green. There's a lot of really nice places. Obviously, the major city areas, uh, Wilmington, Dover. Um, well, where else am I missing? Hoboth. Oh, yeah. Uh, which That's where the beaches are um, for the area. Um, and then, of course, during the wintertime, it gets a little bit crazy no matter where you're at in the East Coast. Right. But obviously, uh, I wanted to highlight that here just because, obviously, even with Washington crossing the Delaware back in the day, it was the winters were very harsh. Um, anything else? In ter- you guys don't have any like natural disasters or anything like that. Occasionally, like a blizzard, but that's about it. No, the, the, the climate here is, is very similar to New Jersey, Pennsylvania. You get your four seasons get at least you know three months of each you know okay. 
severe points and and then some is just tolerable so uh, if you like all four seasons it's a good place to be excellent now in terms of the culture in the area um it's pre- predominantly catholic would you say there's a lot of Catholic, there's a lot of catholicism in the area right most definitely okay and then in terms of you know art music uh there's there's not a lot of really big name artists that are that are known to have come from Delaware. I mean, there's a, right. there's a few actors. Obviously, um, Aubrey Plaza is big. Elizabeth Shue, uh, Ryan Phillip, uh, Valerie Bertinelli, uh, though you know, for uh, upon her own accord, uh, and then of course right. uh, Judge Reinhold. Um, but there's not a like big name artist that I'm missing or musicians that come out of there. Correct. Not that, not that I can remember, but I will say this. I forgot to tell you, you know, they have firefly here. Firefly. Yeah. It's like, um, a humongous, uh, musical festival for like five days. No, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. I think it's usually in Dover. Oh, so, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And it's all kinds of music. Okay. Just think of it. They have it. It's a huge out, event um, and it's amazing. Sounds like a Lollapalooza tour or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Okay. Now in terms of the language, it's pretty much it's almost entirely there we go. We have a guest today. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Um, Now it's predominantly English in the area. Um, And then in terms of diet and food, didn't really see a lot of things. I mean, uh, Capriati's is a big sandwich shop that's out in that area from what I'm aware. Uh, Right. The Delaware originals swear by it. This is, this is their, uh, their version of the Philly (laughs) cheesesteak. You have a, you have a very strong opinion of that. I would assume. I just left it there. Right. (laughs) We'll we'll just leave that lie. And then as you get down towards like the boardwalk and stuff like that, you get things like Thrasher's fries and uh, Dolly saltwater taffy. Those are, those are things that go there too. Um, In terms of sports and recreation, uh, you got NASCAR, you have a NASCAR area. uh, That's in, is it in Dover? In Dover. It's huge. You can see it right off, uh, right off of route one, the main highways. Okay. But no specific sports teams that are of like major league baseball, major league football, uh, major league hockey. It's mostly that just a minor league team. Um, Delaware really sticks with their, their colleges like university of Delaware, Delaware state, you know, for the sports. And then they, they obviously ride with uh, Philadelphia or Baltimore. Excellent. Professional sports. And then no like state holidays that you're aware of, right? Not that I know of. Okay. Population, as you can see from this map, looks really, really strong in the north. In fact, of the million or so people that are in Delaware, three quarter seventy percent, seventy percent actually, are up in the north. I mean, that just seems, it seems so incredibly lopsided, but then again, it's just, and as you get towards the South, it's a lot more livestock and, and stuff like that, that are in that area. Right. To um, the left side, you have livestock, farms, stuff like that. To the right side, you have your beaches. And what, what are the, what are the states that are surrounding it? Obviously you have Philly and you have Jersey. Um, is Maryland there too? Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. So, so yeah, let me explain this. So to your top right, um, on the other side of the river, that's New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. To the very north, that's Pennsylvania. Okay. To the left, this is the Maryland Eastern Shore. This is all Maryland. Okay. So, so and then once you go over that that body of water to the left, mm-hmm. that's still Maryland over there. 
Yeah. Okay. So you have like Salisbury, Maryland, all that stuff all the way to the south. Okay. Um, and then they have that big Bay Bridge yeah. you know, over there as well. And one more thing I'll add too. You see, I, I wish I could point it out to you, but <clears throat> if you go down to the the very bottom, you see the county line. So go to the bottom county line. Right. And then to the right, to the northeast part where the, the tip of New Jersey is, there's a ferry that goes from New Jersey to Delaware, a car ferry where you can put your car on there so you can go to Wildwood, Atlantic City, and all that stuff. From there. <laughs> you know, I've never been to Atlantic City and I lived in Jersey for five years. Really? I know, right? I'm terrible like that. And you're Southern Jersey, yeah. you know? You you got that yeah. built into you, so. That's right. Uh, I got I to gotta deal more with that a little bit more in my time. Um, okay, One so <laughs> talking about employers in the state, um, the big ones that I came across were uh, the, obviously the Dover Airport has a pretty good no- amount of people. Uh, Christina Care seems to be like your local health healthcare system. Uh, Amazon has a couple of fulfillment centers out there and then DuPont has a couple of places, but I mean, it is, you do have a lot of insurance companies as well as banks also in the area too, correct? Right. Right. And I forgot to mention earlier too, um, they have the huge uh, Dover Air Force Base. Oh yeah. Totally forgot about that too. So, I mean, there is, there is a sizable contingent of places. I mean, obviously if you've got a million, like 700,000 people up in the North, there's gotta be a huge amount of opportunity for employment in that area. So do you, do you think it's primarily spillover from PA though? Uh, From Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York and Maryland. A lot, okay. a lot of folks are from those areas. Okay, that makes a lot sense. of transplants here. Um, speaking of travel, how is the transport system? How is the how how are the how are the highways and byways there? Must have a car, in my personal opinion. A car, Uber. Um, they do have trains, but it's more of like the regional. Okay. So if you want to get to Philadelphia, Baltimore, New York, you know, just like our good old Joe Biden. Yep. <laughs> Used to go to Washington every day and come back and make sure you can cook dinner. (laughs) And then, so, so, I mean, you have Amtrak obviously in the area too. Right, right. So yeah, you have Amtrak. Um, In terms of buses, they they definitely, Dell Dot provides bus services. Um, It just may, you know, be a, a, pretty sizable walk to get to the bus station now. Okay. And then it's, as far as travel and tourism, I think you had you mentioned earlier that a lot of people are going for the beaches, like in the Rehoboth area. Is that correct? correct. Okay. Correct. All right. Now, in terms of the government, um, now this kind of surprised me when we were talking about it, because you said there is definitely a northern part to the state, there is definitely a southern part to the state, and the majority of the population is north, which is why it's a blue state, but in the southern part of the state, it is definitely conservative. Yeah, they are red, red conservative. Uh, does, Does the state's local politics reflect that as well, would you say? Or state and local? Well, yeah, yeah, it does because of the population itself. Um, But there's so much like you can find yourself in a pretty tough political conversation here. Just because people are extreme either way. Oh, though, I was used to that with Jersey anyway, so. Right, right. <laughs> so that's, those things never surprise me. Um, and when I was right. doing my research on resources, it seems like um, there's, you know, a good resource for clay. There's a good resource for blue agate there. Um, and there's great livestock in the area. It seems like most of the southern part of the state is livestock, from what I can see. Right. I want to say Purdue is also has a branch in southern Delaware. Oh, for chickens and, and cows yeah. and pork? Yeah, that makes sense then. 
And then in terms of education, like the two major ones that I, I know of as far as universities, uh, University of Delaware, Delaware State University, uh, you'd also mentioned to me, um, uh, what was it, uh, Wellesley? Wellesley's there as yeah, well? Yeah, Wellesley College, which is in Dover. Yeah. Um, and then Delaware has one community college. <laughs> That's, that's not a lot for the community. Um, but in terms of literacy rate, uh, you know, based upon your experience in education, uh, that the literacy right. rate tends to be, I'd say, relatively strong? Or Well, in my, at my district. So the district I work at, Apoquinnemic School District, which is also in, comes from the American name, um, we, we have the strongest school district in the state. Uh, okay. Test scores, opportunities, everything. But then also there's a lot of new developments. Um, so a lot of people move down here um, more like middle to mid, middle, mid, middle class to higher middle class. We just don't have as much challenges when it comes to the literacy rate. I in Wilmington, you know, areas like that, you will experience those challenges, including, to be honest, like only a, a mile from where I live, you have those challenges. It's not because of, uh, you know, just the area itself. It's just the opportunities. The way the schools are structured, a lot of those schools, they have such a high population than what we're dealing with. And I just feel they don't necessarily have the support, um, you know, that the kids need. But they try. One thing that I really like about Delaware is, for one, obvious, I'm a middle school business teacher. That's a requirement in Delaware that middle schoolers take business for three years. Hmm. But they also have a, hu uh, a huge... Uh, group of uh, schools that also offer like uh, language immersion programs and things like that, which I think is super cool. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, I guess there's a lot of opportunity to look at education. And then in terms of safety and security, it seems like one of the safest places I'm aware of. Uh, there's no, I'm not familiar with any type of foreign or domestic terrorism threats. Obviously, there's the threat of, um, you know, racist, racist related um, crimes. And then you were saying right. that Wilmington is actually getting a little bit more dangerous as well, correct? Yeah, unfortunately, they have challenges, you know, within the sh their streets in terms of gun violence and stuff like that. But outside of that, um, I would say, I mean, you have your small time crime, like, you know, car uh, burglaries and stuff like that. So, okay. But they're not busting your door. They only check to see if it's unlocked. You know, I give them some credit on that. At least they're not breaking my window. <laughs> so at least it's a relatively safer environment, which is good. So quick, quick one minute elevator speech. Why do I want to come and visit Delaware? What sell me on it? What what do I want to come there and see? I would say if you if you were thinking about coming to Delaware, definitely come and shop. Um, you have the Christiana Mall. You have some outlets, and then you. It's also known as the state of, of no sales tax. So it's a mm. great opportunity um, to you know get some some really good products at a, a very very low cost. Um, other than that, the, the beaches are are really nice and they're super clean mm. compared to New Jersey beaches. Even though I love New Jersey, but they're not the cleanest. <laughs> so I would say between the shopping and the um, uh, the beaches is really a nice place to visit. And you say it's relatively easy to get to the other states around there? <laughs> relatively, unless you're in, if you're in Southern Delaware, yeah, um, that's a bit of a hike. A lot of people see Delaware as a small state, but it still is about three hours to get from top to bottom. Mm, okay. And I would say most people probably fly into Dover anyways because of the size of the population in that general area. Right. But if you fly into Dover, and if you're a plane fanatic like me, Museum of all of military, uh, old military planes, including um, uh, Air Force Two. Mm. 
Uh, they actually have uh, Air Force Two there from the eighties, I believe. No, from the yeah, from the eighties, and it's a beautiful, beautiful museum, and it's free. Excellent. Well, thank you again for sharing that with us. Now, before we get going, though, I know that you are currently doing something in the way of charitable work um, in reference to homeless shelters. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, we actually just released the the commercial today. Uh, so nice. Um, so as I said, I'm a middle school business teacher and I have two eighth grade classes. And during the marketing period, my eighth grade classes start a business and it's usually a for-profit business. Uh, this marketing period, because of COVID, we decided to do a not-for-profit uh, business. So my two eighth grade businesses are raising money to support homeless children. They found out that there were kids within our district and districts all around um, that were homeless, living in, in motels and homeless shelters and things like that. And they decided to raise money for them. So if you are interested, you may shoot me an email, brian.johnson at apple.k12.de.us. Or if you're interested in donating, you can go to emms-business.square.site. We have a commercial and also a donate uh, page on there. Well, I really appreciate you sharing that with my listeners. Thank you so very much, Brian. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. No problem. Then, oh, my pleasure. <laughs> and again, for my students that are out there who would like more information on this or just have general questions, you can also shoot those over to me at scott at theprofessortravel.com and I'll redirect them over to Brian. So again, Brian, thank you so much for your time on that. Now, no for my people that are on YouTube right now, if you haven't already done so, please click the bell icon right above your head there. It lets you know when new videos are coming out. If you also haven't subscribed, please do so. Again, it doesn't cost anything. helps the channel out. You're really helping us as a community, so thank you so much on that. If you like this content and you want to continue to see stuff like this, give us a like. And then finally, if you're listening on the podcast, please feel free to rate us. It really does mean the world. Until next time, my name is Scott. I'm the Professor Travel. Make every day a travel adventure. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye now. The Professor Travel is a broadcast from Orange County, California. A transcript of each podcast may be requested by contacting the Professor Travel at his website, theprofessortravel.com. For opportunities to work with the Professor Travel, feel free to contact Scott at theprofessortravel.com or contact us through YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook at The Professor Travel or Twitter at TheProfessorTR1. Make every day a great day to have a travel adventure.